creating better businesses with Discovery Business Insurance. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthy Business Show brought to you by Discovery Business Insurance. In this episode, I have Robbie Brosen, the founder of one of South Africa's hottest food brands, Nando's. He will share why it is important to have a central purpose to your business, what is the meaning behind meaning, and why it is so important to have a why. Robbie Brosen, so good to have you on the Healthy Business Show because, I mean, I've had the, the great fortune of, of spending a few sessions with you and talking about life, love and meaning and, and uh, you know, the greater purpose in life. And I think I want to talk about the link between art and chicken <laughs> and the, the fact that when you lift the, the, the bonnet on you know, the, the work that I think everybody associates with you is obviously Nando's. But yeah. when you lift the bonnet, there's there's actually a heck of a lot more than just the business side of it. And I, yeah. I want to scratch into that and just kind of talk about this link and, and the why behind what you do. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, a, it's an interesting one and it's something that we've discovered very early on, funnily enough. I mean, when Fernanda and I started the business, we both never came from the food industry or, you know, fast food or kind of fast casual industry at all. And we um, we worked in the restaurants and realized how hard it was and realized that if you're just selling chicken and chips, you know, it's really just a, you, you really, you know, it's very, very transactional and you're into a commodity. And we knew that we ultimately didn't want to do that. But also that to inspire people, you needed to do a much bigger purpose. I and mean, it wasn't called purpose at that stage. It was just something that we just, you know, instinctively felt that we wanted to do. do. This was not just about selling chicken. And, so it was like and, a natural overflow of it your was personalities. A natural, in, in fact, our very first, I think 30 years ago, I've got a document from 30 years ago where we said Nando's is not about chicken. It's never been just about chicken. It's about pride, passion, courage, integrity, and family. So um, we realized that we were, we were doing something much greater than just, you know, selling chicken. Mm. And um, as the years have gone on, um, you know, as I've, you know, had to change my kind of role, et cetera, et cetera, um, we I've taken that on much more kind of aggressively. You know, it was something that we knew instinctively from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't popular in those days to say, talk about purpose or anything. But we we just felt that. And we actually did that from day one. And so the art was a, was like a, almost a natural extension. It was the very first kind of purposeful project that we really did. That and Harambi, which was, yes. which was a, the, you know, youth um, um, accelerator, which was a fantastic, fantastic. For me personally, that was such an eye opener because the first time we met was at your your headquarters in jo in Johannesburg, yeah, in central rainfall. central Johannesburg, and and just having my eyes open to the work that has been done around art. And can you maybe explain why that is? You know, it's interesting because so the art. I mean, Dick Enthoven is one of our one of the founding shareholders with us, and Dick's always been very passionate about art. And and Dick, um, early on when Nando's was in his infancy, came and said we should put South African art on our walls. And I didn't quite understand what he was actually getting at and went with South African art. And um, when, so so what you had was every, every time I'd visit a, a restaurant in London and I saw this magnificent art, I yeah. was like, wow, this is, yeah. you know, the art is making our chicken taste better. Yeah. You know, it, it really is, it's a crazy thing. And, and also you, you're actually putting an asset on your wall as opposed to say just a cost on the wall. Yeah. I never saw that early on. I can tell you, you know, absolutely truthfully, I never saw the, the opportunity and the UK guys saw that opportunity. South Africa was putting on the wall, you know, was putting things like canoes and kind of more crafty stuff. 
And it, it wasn't even in the league of our, of our UK restaurants. And so when we sat down and thought, no, you know, we've actually got to centralize this, this initiative and, and all restaurants actually around the world um, should have South African art or African art. Um, it was an amazing kind of, you know, one of those moments where things just came together. And when I look back now, and we've been doing it probably for about 15 years, I think the UK has probably been doing it maybe slightly longer, but certainly as a, as a group now, collectively, it's probably close to 15 years. The impact is just so enormous. It spoke to our soul, which is an important element. So there was a deep commitment to do it. We, you also need to do it right. You know, you can't just, it's not charity. So, you know, you can, you, if you call it a CSI program, we don't call it CSI. You know, this is a deeply embedded into the soul of the brand where you've got shared common values. So, you know, it has to be world-class. You can't, you can't really, you know, you, you, you won't survive if your product isn't, isn't world-class. But really what makes it special are the people and, and the, the, the people that we've got around us and, and the people that work with us and the people that well, we call, anyone in Nando's is called a Nandoka. But also if you start connecting certain world-class programs into it. So, for example, Harambi was a program started with the right intentions and the people mm -hmm. that, that approached us, which was a, a company called Yellowwoods, which is also connected into the Endoven kind of family mm. um, where the intention was right. They kind of, they, they, the whole reason for them setting up Harambi was right. It felt good. And for the benefit of the listener, can you just talk a little bit about what Harambi is? Harambi is a, is a youth um, accelerator, a youth incubator where at one last year, one of, one of the big awards, the Skoll Award um, in, at Oxford University. Yes. So it's an in, enormously successful, it's, it's really bringing youth into the workforce. Sure. And um, we started, we were one of the very first users of Arambi and, we, and, and it started off with really just trying to, you got, you know, youth unemployment, you got disillusioned youth. Mm. How do you inspire youth and how do you bring that, that group of say 18 to 25 or, or 30 year olds into the, to the business world? Sure. And as, you know, as we started, we just realized that that, and, and they recognized very early on, and again, I'm talking probably 12, 13, 14 years ago, that this was going to be one of the biggest issues in South Africa and the world, because it's not necessarily only in South Africa that youth are disillusioned. It's a worldwide problem. Sure. Uh, we have it in Chicago. We have it in London. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's an issue that the, that the world is facing. And they recognized that and they worked out a system of how to make it efficient, really, in terms of inefficiency, really, is, is bringing the youth in, but also connecting with corporates mm. that makes it efficient for corporates so that mm. there's a bit of a saving for corporates to, to have a process of the youth coming through the, you know, as, as joining, joining your group. So, you know, they can now filter through and, and people that join Nando's are suitable for hospitality. I think what a lot of our listeners fail to recognize is why they should care. What, what, is the, what is the reason behind investing so much time and energy and effort into these things that are seemingly unrelated to the success of their business? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a very important question. And I think that often one thinks of the obvious and what you try and do is you try and do things for the for the for the for the brand, the instant kind of gratification for the brand, or you try and do things because it's going to get you press, and sure. that's going to help the brand. And and often it's it's not connected, so there's no shared common value. You you got to be connected deeply, and you can't do it just for the instant gratification of a little handout and a photo opportunity. Yeah. And you know you're helping <laughs> the, the local, check. Yeah. For the big you know the you, it's a big yeah, check, yeah. and there's a there's a thing and and you know photo and everyone's. Yeah. And, and, and then that's you what, go back to your air conditioned. Yes, you go house. back and 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 you've you haven't really impacted that organization because what you've done is you've almost fed, you've you fed 
the, the problem, you know, you're giving them a bit of cash and you haven't really sorted out their sustainable model mm. because it doesn't align with your sustainable model in, in any way. And you can't do this if you, um, if you just want the fame and the glory for it. You know, the work that we do on malaria, we don't tell much. It's one of the very few times that, that, we, that I've actually spoken about it. Often other people mm. will talk about sure. it because of the impact that we've had on them. But I personally don't believe that, you know, it's not my place to talk about what you're doing. We yeah. just got to get and do it. And then yeah. the impact will, will, will talk itself. And that's the, that's the link. You've got to find the link that, that you personally are passionate about and, yeah. and that you, so you've got your own personal purpose. For example, we grow chilies in Mozambique. We grow chilies in Mozambique, Malawi and, and, and Zimbabwe. Now, we don't go in and grow those chilies and we procure them and we pay a slightly more than market price. So we sure. have a, but so we give the farmers a, a program um, and they have a, we have an agreed offtake. So they've immediately, they, they can almost plan their income for the year. Amazing. They know, they know the inputs sure. and we've got a checkbook that buys the chilies. And so they can work out and with that, they can take it to the bank. They can get funding. There's, there's a kind of, there's a, well, there's, there's a significant there's, impact. It's a there, significant right? impact yeah. to them and a significant impact to us because through the program, we get brilliant chilies. Yeah. And it's not a charity again. We, 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 we're training, we're working together on how to grow the best chilies. We're looking at how their lives can be impacted. So we're working with them on life skills mm. and we're learning as much as we're giving. Another um, outcome that has really struck me, having, you know, obviously met you these all these times and, and, um, and having come into your HQ and getting to know your team as well, is that there is a, a residual uh, benefit to this, which I think is, is not insignificant in that the team is so passionate and invested themselves yeah. and and the the impact of that is that their it's their enormous. own well-being and their connection to the company nando's is 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 really really strong they feel live eat breathe the brand because they feel like they're making a difference and and they are you know well i mean i think today in business you have to be you have to be purposeful i think the old style of a business where you're running a business just for profits is is gone you know you, you have to make profit. I mean, that, that's ultimately what, what, what um, sustains the business. But you also have to be working with the constituents around you. Yeah. You know, it's around society. You've got to be leaving the society well, in a my, better place. I mean, that was my in next question. Is it good business to do good business? It, it, it's essential and it's, it's critical today. And it is good business to do, to do good business in the, in the right way. But you've you got to find... The, the problem is that, that people sometimes don't connect to the purpose. And, and, and it's quite difficult because there, there is that sense of how do you connect to the purpose of a business mm. and, and that it's sustainable. Because if you can find that, I think we at Nanos have found that in, in, in four or five different, different ways, you know, through, through malaria and through art. And now we're looking at fashion and clothing for our uniforms and, you know, to, to kickstart the textile industry back in South Africa again. But through a different approach, you know, again, if you try the same approach as what everyone's done, you know, malaria, they've tried to sort out malaria in Africa for the last 50 years. They haven't achieved. So if we're going to come along and do the same program, you know, how do we expect a different outcome? Sure. Ultimately, we want to change the narrative of South Africa in that, in that or Southern Africa and, and even Africa that 
we, we're not a basket case. That yeah. Africa is has got world-class creatives, it's got energy, it's got There's great people. There's a beautiful people. model of sustainability that can be affected within the businesses that Definitely. operate in, in, in Africa, in Southern Definitely. Africa and Africa, right? Definitely. And come here for world-class. Don't come here to, to hand out a free T-shirt. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's like that's not what you're here for. Yeah. You know, you come here, we're going we're gonna to open your eyes as to what the magnificence of this place is. I mean, at Heavy Chef, we had a, an investor from Silicon Valley come through here and he's, a, he's quite a proper guy and he was saying, you know, and without a hint of cynicism, he was saying what entrepreneurs love and investors love is they love problems. Yeah. And, and Lord knows Africa <laughs> has a wealth of problems. So, yeah. so the reality is to look at it, I think his point, again, without cynicism, was about actually looking at it through a new lens of looking yeah. at it as opportunity you know, from a sustainable business perspective as opposed to like a handout mentality. Yeah, and I mean, I think that South Africa's had, we've gone through the worst 10 years, you know, in, you know, certainly at Nando's, the last 30 years, but the last 10, you know, 30 years of Nando's, the last 10 were the most challenging for us. Sure. Um, and I think that South Africans today have got so, there's so many problems and, you, and, and that's the solution, as you're saying. There, there's solutions for every one of those problems. And, and you can really, you know, just if you put your mind to it and find a creative way around them. Mm. And I think that we have an opportunity to provide the world with those solutions. Those models, yeah. Those models. Because yeah. the, guys, the guys that have stayed here and have committed, the Harambe model, I think, is world-class, can go worldwide. Well, also, no your reason. art. I mean, the art, art is extraordinary. Sure. The fa- I learned, you know, from your team that, that Nando's is the, the world's largest buyer of, of African yeah. art. Yeah, and, yeah. and that is not just, you know, an altruistic motive. Yeah. It's not about, you know, hoarding this massive art. It's actually about the sustainable model of opportunity. Definitely. And and if we can help in some way to, to in a way to, you know, re, you know, just for people to understand a bit more about South African art and the mm. beauty of South African art or African art, then, then we've done a little bit of a, another job. You know, it's not just just Fernando's. We don't see, sure. whatever we do, we don't just see Fernando's. It's got to be, and I think and it's goes, important. It's so important to also understand that this is not an offshoot. It's not a separate parallel set of tracks. No. It's part of it's, your business. It's part of our business. And it's not, we truly believe, I, I'm completely passionate that if we don't do great, if we don't supply great art into our restaurants, yeah. our chicken tastes different or the mood in the restaurant tastes different. And so you've got to, you've got to find those links into, into a business that, doesn't feel like mm. you're actually doing any heavy lifting. Yeah. Because if you feel like you're doing heavy lifting, then it is probably heavy lifting and you, and someone will come and stop the program. Yeah, you know what I, I, mean? I agree with that. And there's no flow to it. There's, there's no, no flow to it. There's no reason or rationale from no. a business perspective. So that's such a good point because I think so many, certainly young entrepreneurs will think, oh, we need to, you know, give 10, we need to almost tithe and give 10% of our business towards charity. Yeah. And that's not what you're saying. That, that's right? not what I'm saying. I'm, it took us. Uh, a long time to actually realize what those programs should be and how we should be doing them and the kind of sensitivity of, of doing those programs. But that's your starting point. It's like you're peeling an onion. You've got to start with looking mm-hmm. after your, you know, char- that saying of charity begins at home, I think is, is a critical thing. And then you can start looking outside and saying, well, now what else, as the business gets a bit more successful, but again, as you as it gets successful, you don't you don't necessarily have to just go and write a check out to the local charity and say, you know, um, because they become dependent. And unless you can you can write a check, plus people are prepared to give time and effort on how to create a sustainable model and how do you then bring that sustainability into a different format. And you know, so we've 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 done less of that and more going into these kind of bigger programs. I also think that as Nanas has got its global kind of footprint, we can change 
you know, there's moving the needle in a big way. Yeah. There is a clear link between the heart and mind of this thing. So from an instinct no and heart perspective, it makes sense. But also from an analytical perspective, you can see the impact oh. that it has on the business it's, as well as in the environment within which that you work, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we do we do a program called the Farm to Flame, which goes to Mozambique and, sure. and Zim and Malawi. And I, and I went off and spoke to some of our people in London and they were blown away. They'd been on this Farm to Flame and they were running their own kind mm. of internal bit of brainstorm and, and they found that the people that had been on the program were so much more efficient in London than in the Nando's world were so much more efficient than those that hadn't have been. So they're starting to get that kind of measurement. From the authenticity, there, there comes this natural consequence of talkability as yeah. well. And people just want to tell your story. Robbie, I want to quickly just dovetail back to you because of the scale that you've created and that, that you know, Nando's now has and the impact that it can do. I mean, it has led to these extraordinary results in the work that you're doing and so on. But now if we tailor it back, way back to the early days, I mean, and, and really kind of speak to the, the startup entrepreneurs, the guys at early stage now, practically, how would they be able to adopt some of these principles and values that you're talking about mm. in their businesses? What, what advice would you have? To, I mean, I think the them? biggest, when I look back, I think the biggest kind of anchors for us is that we started out as a values-based organization. And I think, you know, if you, and, and, and I think you've got to decouple money from that. Often what happens, and it's very difficult, I understand that, because as a young startup, you, you're short of cash. I mean, you can't just be about money and about putting results on the table that's, that's money related. Um, and you've got, to, you've got to early on, so you've got, you've got to have values. Then you've got to have that sense of higher purpose. I mean, I, we had it instinctively, but we, we hadn't really framed it properly. You know, as a startup, have a higher purpose and, okay. and decide what that higher purpose is. And not just, well, hey, cool to go and help now with this or help with that. What are you, what's your business and, and what's going to be good for your business? But what are you personally passionate about and how can you weave that into your business? Mm. It's understanding what your startup is and what impact can you make and then how do you go and through, through the work that you're doing, impact other people and teach other people. And, mm. and that's where I think you start getting that. So if I'm hearing you right, there also has to be an authentic leaning towards no that. Question. It needs to make sense to you as a founder, as to a founder. your team, Definitely. as well as to the actual business that yeah. you do. Yeah. So and, and definitely authenticity is critical. There gets to a point in time where that, that extra asset, actually the real asset is time. And, and what did you do with your time today? You know, and, and for me, you know, another thing that I love is if, if, you know, if not now, when, and if not us, then who? You know, mm -hmm. so I ask that question a lot of our of our own people. You know, and they say, "But why aren't you, why are we doing it?" And I'm saying, "Why aren't we?" And it's not for everything, why but I'm saying us, yeah. it's really why not us? And mm -hmm. and it's, there's got to be relevance, and there's you know you can't just be well, you can't take on too much because I've also learned that is that too many pro you know initiatives actually drowns everybody, and you've got to you've got to be very focused. So sure, there's a balance there that mixing up of, of of obviously the the humility, but also to to watch out for limiting self beliefs because yeah. I think yeah, again no, why why not us why not us and and why can't you and don't believe that you can't change the world you truly truly can it gets down to that passion and that purpose and Robbie that's a great point to end off on and just once again thank you so much thank you thanks Fred. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Healthy Business Show. If you love this podcast, do let us know via social media, tag at discovery underscore essay. Use the hashtag DSY Healthy Business. And please do rate us on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your shows. 
You can also find more shows on the Discovery website at discovery.co.za forward slash corporate forward slash podcasts. Creating better businesses with Discovery Business Insurance.